ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Oh yeah, we're back. 420 Fantasy Hustler, we got another mock draft. This one's for a best ball with the homie AJ repping the F. How's it going, everybody? Fantasy. Yeah. We're getting ready to spark it up. Trying to get this centered here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hess in the building. What up, bro? Antonio in the building. What up? David P. What up, Crispy? Anthony in the building. What's what going, up, everybody? Buddy? How's it going? All right. And uh, before we get this uh, mock started, I got to remind everyone, the Ricky Williams jersey giveaway is going down tonight. We got another mock going down tonight at 6 West Coast time, 9 Eastern. I'm going to do it uh, right before we start the draft. So if you guys aren't on Patreon, now's the time to do it. Patreon.com slash FFHustler420. Any super chats that come in during the show, you're getting one entry for every dollar that you uh, that you donate. And if you send money through Cash App, through Apple Pay, or through uh, Facebook Messenger Pay, you get two entries for every dollar that you send. Just make sure you leave me a memo and put Ricky Jersey or something, just so I know, uh, just so I know that it's specifically for that. And uh, let me see. I think I got. I'll put it on the bottom. Paste a little ticker with uh, Cash App and Messenger. Hold on one sec. Yeah, this is going to be dope. Long time coming for this one. In a few weeks now, we've been talking about this, and uh, it's finally here. So there we go. I got Cash App on the bottom, and then the Apple Pay stuff on the bottom as well. And everyone said that they're ready. Actually, except Earl. Earl did not say he's ready. Let me message him real quick. I got to randomize the order. Since we don't know where we're drafting in these, I'm just randomizing, taking a page out of Spencer the Guru's book here. Right at the six for the first time. There we go. I got the nine. Ha! Six. I feel like every time I mock with you, you're always on the later yeah. half, the latter half of the board. Yeah, last time. I mean, yeah, and you weren't in the mock last time, but I think I got the second pick. So that was pretty cool. James in the building. What up, homie? Yeah, Stadavelli. What up, bro? He said, West Side shit. Hell yeah. 
And uh, Antonio said, do I get 200 entries from yesterday? You got a shit ton from yesterday, homie. Trust me. <laughs> All right. And hold on. So Earl is the only one that I don't see here. Just give me a couple seconds. I'm going to just message him. Make sure he knows Mock's about to start. I feel like in Superflex, though, the sixth spot is the, trick, the tricky spot to draft from because that's where, like, the five consensus guys are gone. For sure. Yeah. Really good point there. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're getting the first four QBs off. I mean, that's what we saw in the in the last mock that we did. And uh, come on, Earl. All right, cool. He said, yep, so let's kick it. Let's get this rolling. Wow. Josh Allen, typical. Wow. Oh, Is it PPR? Someone in the chat asked if it's PPR in the sleeper chat. Oh, yep. PPR and tight end premium. And Hess said, let me know if anybody flakes. Everybody was on it. Um, Earl was the only one who didn't put a message uh, in the in the chat about it. So I'm assuming everyone is here. And uh, even the couple green dots that I'm not seeing, they already they messaged and they said they were in. But uh, Hess, uh, I don't know what you're doing tonight, but um, nine o'clock your time tonight. We got uh, another mock going down, and then tomorrow I got two mocks going down as well. So we're gonna try to get as many of these mocks in through the weekend as we can. And um, yeah, I'm gonna be doing all the draft, all the draft order races on. Uh, just, I mean, shit, we got 21 divisions, so I got a handful of those to do. Lucky they only take like 15 or 20 minutes. So we'll be able to knock a bunch of those out. And when is the, when do the first draft start for your tournament? Uh, July 2nd is uh, the projected date for the slow drafts. Taylor, also this guy's on auto? Yeah, what happened? His green dot's there too, and he said he was good to go. Come on, Dominic. This is a bear fan. That's why. <laughs> right here, I think I'm going to go Lamar. It's a good pick. In a super flex, I always like to go QB no matter what in the first round, unless I'm like on the latter half. And yeah, I feel like Lamar is going to be better than Kyler. He's going to be better than Burrow. And, and I've got to prove something again. He's out to prove something again. And I've sent the rules and stuff to everyone, but for everyone who's like watching, um, if you're in these drafts, the QB scoring is is premium. Okay, you get one point for every 15 yards, not every 25. So, yeah, I believe it. Uh, yeah, Bogart did the math the other day, and it's, it's about seven points for every hundred yards. You know, versus um, versus four for every hundred yards. So, there's a lot more points at stake for these QBs now. For the QBs who do throw a shit ton of interceptions, you know, not the best. Because if you throw an interception, you get minus four. So because it is premium, the slaps on the wrist are a little bit bigger as well. And if you throw a pick six, it's minus six. So if you throw a pick six, I mean, that's taking a touchdown away right there, literally. Najee. Najee right in front of me. He's hoping he would have fell to me. Hmm. You take Najee over Justin Jefferson right there? Um, I would. 
I mean, it's a, uh, it's a little bit tough and um, you know what? Uh, and I am gonna, and seeing even Justin Jefferson, uh, we're talking, if we're talking redraft, I'm taking Cooper cup all day. I mean, I know a lot of people are in, uh, are in dynasty mode still. And Justin Jefferson, he's number one in dynasty for me at the wide receiver spot, but Cooper cup still my number one. I have, for, uh, I have Justin receiver. Jefferson number one overall, mainly because I, Cooper Cup, I don't think what he did was repeatable. And I think Justin Jefferson's the next person that can do what Cooper Cup did. Yeah. I mean, I guess what's cool about Cooper Cup and how good he did, even if he regresses, he could still be the number one wide receiver in the league. Like, that's the thing. No, for sure. Justin Jefferson, I mean, dude, he he hasn't fallen off. I mean, I just think 1,400 yards in each season or something. What Robert Woods was in... Los Angeles, I think Allen Robinson can be that times two. Oh, yeah. Just because of how talented he can be. So I think that's definitely going to take away from what Cooper Cup brings to the table. I guess everybody forgot how good Cooper Cup was. Like, uh, well, with the uh, with the injuries and stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. when he tore his ACL, he was like the number two wide receiver in the league. And, I, I mean, even his rookie year, he was doing stuff to where he was. No, the like, second, the second Stafford went to Los Angeles, I was like, Cooper Cup, his – Stock's going to be immense. And, and I'll just get savage. You overperformed. Go <laughs> with the stack right there. Yeah, because, I mean, as, as long as Stafford's there, I mean, we see what happens. People can try to guard Cooper Cup all they want. Uh, he's just too shifty. He, find, he finds the open holes. And has said, I hope you're right about Lamar. I feel that Bateman, uh, he feeds Bateman a ton. I mean, he's got to. I mean, Bateman's yeah. the short. There's no choice. He has no choice but to feed Bateman. Bateman um, I was I was going to go with the stack right here, but I think I'm just going to play it safe and take the upside and go Jalen. Okay. And uh, so it, this is tight end premium. For those who don't know, I mean, this is obviously a mock, but uh, yeah, the tight ends, they scored two points for every reception. Everyone else scores one point for every reception. So there, there's going to be some of these divisions where tight ends are going to be, I mean, shit, maybe even going in the first round, who the hell knows. But like everybody's saying, if you're going to go tight end this early, it has to be Pitts. It has to be Kelsey. It has to be Andrews or else it's a waste of a pick to me. Kind of. I mean, it, it's that double, it's that, uh, that two points per reception. I mean, that's really, I'm saying if you go tight end this early, but if you went oh, tight yeah, end, yeah. like in the, and like the sixth or the seventh, then that's different. But you're saying if you're going this early, it has to be listed because I know people are out there making the case for Waller, but Waller, and Waller Jordan. could be dominant, but I don't know. I just don't trust it. I well, trust I mean, it. I don't, I don't trust Waller or Kittle either. Um, but uh, those are guys who are going to be coming up. I mean, in this range for sure. I think those top five, and maybe even if there's someone crazy who loves T.J. Hawkinson, you know, maybe they pull him up or Dalton Schultz, some shit like that. But. Yeah, I think those like top five, top six guys are going to be gone in the first couple rounds. And uh, oh, for the podcast people, slacking Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Najee Harris, Cooper Cup, Kyler Murray, Justin Jefferson, and Austin Eckler rounding out the first round. And uh, in round two here, we got Russ. Uh, Swift, Adam, Stafford, Prescott, CMC, Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, Derrick Henry, Tom Brady, man, <laughs> Antonio with that Herbert Brady stack. That's nasty. That is definitely nasty. 
And let's see where Kidda goes. Doubled up on the QB. So Josh right Allen there. Josh Allen and Rodgers. And then right after that, Herbert and Brady. Yeah. Nasty stacks right there. For sure. Man, in some of these dynasty leagues, I was sitting so nice because I, I just went QB early in most of them. And I know I have like a Brady Josh Allen stack that I won a championship with, uh, a Burrow Rogers stack that I won a championship with. And like, that's what it takes. It takes these, uh, these dope QB stacks. Joe Mixon to start the third. How many RBs we got off the board? Two, four, six. So six in the first two rounds, and then we got Joe Mixon to start off the third. What I like about these super flex drafts is it you feel more comfortable taking because I'm a receiver guy, and like if I'm not drafting early, then I'm not taking a running back. Mm-hmm. So I like to take running back late. So in drafts like this, it makes it makes me feel more comfortable to take a running back because sometimes you're not taking your first one until the fourth or the fifth. And sometimes that's the case with a lot of people. Yeah. In the super flex draft. And I guess that that's, what's cool about best ball is um, I mean, if you don't get one of those studs, you just better load up on a lot of the mid-level guys. And then whoever does the best is going to, who's going to start anyways. For sure. Back to back running backs. First time we've seen it, Joe Mixon and Javante Williams. Kyle Pitts, Derek Carr. This guy has to go quarterback too, or he's going to be swimming with Zach Wilson and Davis Mills. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in the in the last mock where people were pushing off um, QBs just in general to see what kind of team they could put together. I waited, and I was patient. Now I'm going to go for the stack with Mark <laughs> Andrews. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. I don't think Andrews and, and Pitts really last until the uh, third round and when we start getting into the real drafts. No, in redrafts, Andrews is not there in the third. He's gone in the second. Right. And that's with a tight, just a tight end spot to where he's like just a premium at the position. No, for sure. Yeah, th- things will catch up as we do more of these and people will, will start understanding the rules because uh, – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's people who saw what I posted, but, you know, forgot already. Could easily yeah. happen. All right, where are we going to go with this one? A lot of options. Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go Chubby. All right, so we're just building a well-rounded roster here. And yeah, and I don't want to jump for Kittle or Waller, um, so I wouldn't personally do that. It's it's one of those three who I'm jumping for. I'm just waiting. I feel like if I'm not drafting tight end early, the only second-level tight end I'd want is Schultz. That's the only second-level tight end I'd want. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the volume to start- is The volume is just screaming in your face. Yeah, if you don't if you don't have to start a tight end, but I'm curious to see how early Schultz goes because he he's been going. I mean, I've seen him go before Hawkinson. Um, yeah, I mean, randomly seen him go before Waller, sometimes even before Kittle. So he's definitely not a better tight end than Hawkinson overall, but just the offense he's in, the scheme he's in, the way that they're going to use him, he's definitely not even a talented tight end. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far, but just the the routes he runs, the way Kellen Moore uses him, the way. Like he just has that connection with Dak, so that's why I think Schultz is going to be a good 
good option this year, especially in tight end premiums. He was seeing like eight targets, nine targets a game last season. Yeah, and uh, I think he's way better than TJ Hawkinson. That's just me, though. I don't think he's as fragile as TJ Hawkinson, but I definitely think TJ Hawkinson was even a way better prospect coming out of college for sure. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, outside of those first two games, though, he's really flopped. I think everybody's just remembering how good of a prospect he was, how his first two games of the um, of his career were just amazing. Also with Matt Stafford, um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm not on that Hawkinson train at all. I will never draft him again. Last year, I made the mistake of drafting him in the fifth, and I paid. Yeah. Yeah, it's guys, it's guys like the fantasy footballers who are just like driving up his ADP because they're so fucking because <laughs> they like, all love the freaking Detroit fucking Lions, <laughs> dude. Like, man, I mean, I just remember about how fucking hype they were on fucking carry on Johnson and shit. And I drafted him in one league, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, shit, like this, we're got to go back to like 2016 or 2017, whatever it was when carry on Johnson was all hyped and they hyped me up with that stupid song that like, carry on my wayward son and you know and all that and man just hey but carry on Johnson wasn't bad wasn't he like the only running back to have like a thousand yards and since like Barry Sanders or something like that <laughs> well I mean he let me let me go check. for the one season but yeah the one, one season, season when like <laughs> nobody really had him like that's yeah. that's probably what it was not the season when he was hella hyped up hell no you're 100 wrong uh, it, I, I, th- I thought you were, I just didn't want to say it without checking. So 641 yards in his rookie year, 403 in his sophomore season. And, uh, in his, junior year, in, the Lions. in his junior year, who rushed, who rushed for the thousand yards for the lions. You got to search it up because it's bothering right. me now. Okay. Let's see. Unless I'm lying straight through okay, my teeth, I'm going to be embarrassed here, if I am. <laughs> here, here's all. Here's here's their uh, their leaders. Um, just just rushing season rushing leaders. Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders. Uh, Bill Sims in 1981, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders, uh, Billy Sims again. Uh, James Stewart in 2000, Kevin Jones 2004, Barry Sanders, uh, Bill Sims. Um, Ha, it was Reggie Bush. That's who it was. <laughs> Reggie Bush. Someone yeah. in the past like five or six years that rushed for a thousand yards for the Lions. Because yeah. I know that they had like since Barry no, Sanders, there's, there's been like a running back curse. Yeah. In Detroit. <laughs> yeah. So nobody. Reggie Bush is the is the most recent person to do it. That was 2013. So coming up on nine years there. Yikes. Yeah, so for everyone who says, I'm getting Swift, he's such a good value and all this, take him. Please take him. Because I want no part of him. So then just technically Swift the closest? Because didn't he rush for what, like 740 last season or something like that? Uh, Hell no. Um, uh, Well, he's not the closest, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not even... Let me see, where is he? Nah, you got to go far. Yeah, he only ran for 600 yards last year. Like everyone's just hyping him the fuck up. Jamal Williams ran for 600 yards last year, too. Nobody's stroking him off. Yeah, but Swift also misses, missed three games. So, I mean, maybe he gets a little closer. Maybe he doesn't. We'll never know. But 
But still, I wouldn't that's say it. I wouldn't say Swift rushes for a thousand this year, but I say that his rushing numbers and his receiving numbers are going to be on par with each other, in my opinion. It says he, I mean, it says thirteen games, but I mean, he only started four of them. But uh, yeah, I'm just not taking the chance. I mean, we literally have so much history working against them that I mean, just rather not. Let me see. And uh, David P said Gibson over Jones. Yeah, a little bit shocking to me too. I'd, I'd rather have Aaron Jones over Gibson as of like right this second. And uh, Anthony was on it. He said, "Wasn't it Reggie Bush?" Hell yeah! <laughs> Sorry about that. Something's <laughs> in my head. Something's in my mind this morning. <laughs> and uh, man, it's crazy because let me let me go see. Um, because he rushes for a thousand in Detroit. And uh, but I, but I, <laughs> I'm trying to. I remember. knew Reggie Bush did it. I was just under some impression that Carryon Johnson did it too for some. Footballers probably because <laughs> they're fucking hyping him up so much and his theme song and all that. Yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, yeah, he ran uh, for a thousand with Detroit, and then the next year he gets hurt. <laughs> year after that, <coughs> he gets hurt with San Francisco, and then the year after that, his final year in the season, negative three rushing yards for the entire season. <laughs> that's rough <laughs> could have literally just not played and had better stats than that and uh ron says yeah receiving us and uh <laughs> there we go and anthony hit it right said let's go i guess i still have some brain cells left <laughs> well not if i can help it let's smoke it up and let's give go pitman right here Ah, oh, man, you bastard. I was hoping you would have fallen to me in the fifth because I feel like fourth is probably a little too early because, I mean, shit, I got A.J. Brown there. You know, like I'd rather have A.J. Brown over Pittman. But, yeah, it's like right after A.J. Brown and, uh, like, Debo and all that, it's like Pittman's right next up in that mix. Yeah, Antonio um, was reading that Kamara possibly to get suspended six games. So we don't know as of right now. But um, yeah, it's uh, that that's one of the big rumors out there that Kamara might so be getting six who's, games. Who's the handcuff for Kamara for six games? Ingram? Fuck, like he's the only one. He's really the only one. Ah, that's all right. I'll take each. Well, who was it last year they were trying to convince us on? Was it like Tony Jones Tony, or something yeah, like Tony that? Jones. Fuck, man. <laughs> and people were reaching on him in the draft. Dude, I mean, people were reaching on Marquez Callaway <laughs> and shit. Like, no, I mean, sure. like that. That's the one thing that everyone has to remember, like, especially amongst like the like if you listen to any kind of fantasy analysts, like people want to hype up certain people just because they want it to be right. Not because like it's really the thing to do. It's because people are going to shoot their shot. And if it hits, they're going to be bragging about that shit forever. So you really, really, really got to read between the lines when you hear people hyping up people who aren't normally hyped up. And yeah, let's see. How old is Mark Ingram? <laughs> 29, 30, around there, 28. I think he's already crossed the 30 threshold. Yeah, dude, fuck, he's 30. He's turning 33 this year. <laughs> I'm not saying he can't do it, you know, for six games, but. Uh, no, yeah, he's going like, to get pounded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have Kamara, I'd for sure get Ingram, you know, especially in these best ball drafts. You think you might as well hedge your bets, but yeah, that's going to be one of those things. Like, I'm not going to be paying up for him. 
after Mark Ingram what's next they're going to start using um Taysom Hill in the backfield next yeah like let me see who uh, <laughs> who's even on their depth chart i mean cuz i know they i mean now they officially said Taysom Hill is uh, is a full blown tight end <laughs> let's see damn i haven't even got got my super flex yet um you know fuck it i'm talking about the saints let's lock them in so this is my first IDP mock for everybody watching. Okay. Don't shame me, but um, so what's what's the earliest you take your guy? Who's your guy in IDP? Well, shit, we already had we've already had an IDP player go off. Oh, I see. I see. That's that's um, TJ Watt. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, maybe Roquan Smith. Um, who else? Darius Leonard. Um, I mean, there's four or five guys who could be gone. Shit. There you go, Micah Parsons. So those guys are kind of like cheat codes um, when you're playing with individual um, like positions because they're linebackers, but you can plug them in at DL. Um, that's why they're probably going to be going so high in certain drafts. But uh, but yeah, like here, I feel no reason to jump because since we're only starting two positions, two players and um, – yeah, I'm I'm probably not gonna set the tone with IDP. And Ron said Swift is a good um bit better than Carry on Johnson. Yeah, but the Lions are not better than the Lions. You know, the Lions of old <laughs> are just as good as the Lions of new, and vice versa. So that's why I'm just off them. It's just a, a whole bunch of bad luck that's been happening forever. Yeah, Zeke in the sixth. He keeps he keeps dropping. I'll take Zeke in the sixth all day. I'm just Dobbins. I was thinking Dobbins, but I already have Lamar and I already have Andrews. And I don't know. Zeke's just the volumes there. He's locked in for at least, I would say, like eight to ten touchdowns. Yeah. Because he gets the goal line totes. And I don't know. Like I like Pollard, but I don't really ever see him being a starting back in the NFL. Like ever. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on that hype at all. <laughs> um, but I would take JK Dobbins um or James Conner over Zeke. If I didn't have Lamar and Mark Andrews, I would have gone JK Dobbins. I just oh, don't like what? to this best ball. This best ball. Like that's a stack that like cause if the Ravens hit, like it's probably I'm gonna not gonna be lie to you. I forgot that this is I forgot that this is best ball. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing I guess that's why I'm doing these mocks. Get you know, we gotta get our head into best ball i know the tournament's best ball but i forgot that this mock is for the tournament yeah yeah all the mocks that i'm doing through the weekend are going to be uh best ball getting getting us into okay i'll still take zeke there i'll still take zeke there yeah i mean it's all subjective i'm just saying who like who i would missed on dobbins maybe i can grab bateman later rather have that i mean shit the way it's looking right now you might still be able to get dobbins as your next pick if you wanted them (laughs) five picks of our schultz there schultz went in the sixth yeah he's the next one to go after waller yeah, for sure. And uh, Ron there said, goes Dobbins. Yep, there we go. And Ron said, I remember dropping uh, carry on Johnson to pick up Lindsay, and then he killed it for me that rookie year. Then got burned on him the next year. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much carry on Johnson like killed it for anybody at any time, you know, maybe in spurts of games, but uh. Yeah, I mean, he did have, what, 600 yards or 800 yards or something, but way too hyped, though, stupid fantasy. Okay, now I'm in 
Now I'm in best ball mode. Now I know yeah. whole draft strategy is about to change. <laughs> for some reason I thought it was I don't know what I was drafting for, honestly. <laughs> Just in redraft. Just super flex. Just super flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh yeah, this is gonna be cool. Um, I mean, we got 21 divisions, 21 separate drafts, and they're gonna be really fucking different. Like, I bet there's not gonna be too many drafts that are pretty similar. How many how many divisions do you think you're gonna come out of? You're in all of them. Oh, sneaky. Fuck. That's sneaky Whoa. of you. That's sneaky of you. I gave everyone the opportunity. There's <laughs> one other person who's in like 17 of them or some shit like that. Like oh, just got into a shit ton. And um, I mean, last year I was in like six out of the ten, and I only like only two of them made it out. So on Twitter, uh, huh? On Twitter, I saw um sorry if I interrupted you, but on Twitter I saw um I know you don't fuck with underdog, but they came out with the puppy draft yesterday, and I saw the max amount of entries you're allowed to do is 150. Yeah, it's five dollars an entry. And I saw someone post that they did 150 entries in 12 <laughs> hours. And I was like, Jesus, you had to be in front of your computer next to your phone the whole day. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, and that's what I don't like. I mean, underdog DraftKings, you know, and all that. I mean, yeah, I mean, am I doing kind of the same thing, but I'm only doing it 21. You know, times like, I mean, it's just, it gets a little fucking crazy with these people who are doing hundreds of drafts because like, they're the I will do hundreds out. of best ball drafts, but I'll do like, like 20 of them just because you don't have to like, you don't touch it. Like, yeah. And I, I don't do them all at once. Like some crazy person. I do them all throughout the off season. So by the time, right. by the time the season gets here, like I'm have good exposure to all the players. I'm yeah. ready, kind of ready for redraft and yeah. I just think best ball, best ball is beneficiary, beneficiary to redraft season at the same time. Yeah, because, I mean, really, I mean, the way that I tell everybody, and you're on the clock, by the way, um, what I tell everybody is, I mean, best ball is really just practice for the big dance. Like, that's what it is. Like, we're getting draft practice, but uh, you're able to throw a couple bucks at it, you know, get some, get some stakes going. And uh, so you're not just drafting just to draft. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I lost, I lost track of talking and barely got my guy in in last second. Hey man, you got Dylan in there. That was a good pick for uh, just needing to have it on the spot. But yeah, best ball is cool. Some people get into it way too much. 21, I mean, shit, 21 teams. I mean, that's how much I'm doing. And seems like it's going to be fucking crazy. And David P said, I'll take Swift right now. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) The upside's definitely there for Swift. It's just not worth the risk in the first round or in the second round. In the first round, I like to to get someone who's for sure going to be a cornerstone of my team. Like, without a question. For sure. Yeah. Swift. Like, we're that guy that that went Swift. Imagine if you would have went... Jefferson and then taking like Diggs or Adams instead to go with Jefferson. Oh yeah. I would have rather had that all day than Jefferson and Swift. Yeah. I mean, I could go down a list of about 10 people I'd rather have over Swift in that spot, that exact spot where he got taken. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's lock in Smith. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's why we do these mocks, because I locked in A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith on accident. Like you said, it's best ball. Yeah, if there's ever a time to do it, it's in a fucking best ball um, draft. That's for sure. Because if anything happens to one or the other, 
That other one is going to boom. Boom. Skyrocket. Top 10. Be the only game in fucking town. All right, let's see. Don't snipe me, Stadavelli. I got one player in mind. One player. All right, good. He didn't snipe me. Boom. Bateman, Bateman you snipe me. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. you did. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, if I can get right Bateman there. in the eighth, I'll take that all day. I mean, there might even be some certain circumstances where I might have to jump and get him in the seventh because he might not be there. In the I eighth. remember the draft and how egregiously low Bateman fell in the 20s because he was easily the most talented wide receiver prospect yeah but everybody's just drooling over Devonte smith because he won the heisman but it's just him and lamar are going to be special i really think so and ron today has did you draft cook without getting madison the hustler 11 that wasn't smart it wasn't smart for whoever the fuck overpaid for madison like that's really what it is like if someone else wants to pay overpay for madison i'm not gonna stop them i'm not gonna I'm not going to overpay for a handcuff, especially not in Dynasty. Like, redraft, like, you, you really need to get your handcuff. But, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not I'm not forcing getting a handcuff in Dynasty because uh, I'm sure – yeah, I'm going to even go look because I bet I got somebody better than Madison in the same range who could, like, potentially be a starter for me. And, Ron, don't be talking shit over there, all right? You didn't even draft your team. You're lucky Stu drafted it. <laughs> let's see but now i'm curious because i got so many teams like i don't even remember who the fuck i have on that team all i know is i do not know how this guy is still here yeah Sutton. he's in mean, the eighth after Devonte smith after burks after cooper after monroe st brown he's I mean, I I think he's two- going to have a better year than Judy. He is going to have a better year than Judy. I promise you he's going to have a better year than Judy. I believe that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I took two people over him. I took Smith and Bateman over him. I just – he's so low. Like, he's he was below Chris Olave. He was below Elijah Moore. He was below DeAndre Hopkins, who's out for six games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ron, not going to lie. My, my running backs are not the best in this league, but we are top-heavy with Cook and Chubb. I'm excited about that. But, yeah, it looks like Stevenson and McKissick, Gaskin, Sermon. Yeah, it's not looking uh, not looking too sweet for my running backs. And I will definitely not be paying for Alexander Madison, so don't even send me a trade offer. And yeah, David P said Swift in Dynasty. Yeah, I mean, especially in Dynasty. I mean, I've seen him go at the end of the first round, and I can't even. I, I think it's more egregious people. to take Swift that early in Dynasty. So I remember because you're, you're in trusting him to be leagues, a piece of your team for yeah. years. In one of these leagues that I uh, that I did, this was last year. Um, I traded up to get Mahomes at the uh, at the one hundred and one. And uh, still kind of pissed that I did that trading up to get the 101 like that. But the dude trades back and uh, gets the 112 from me. And uh, he drafted Swift with his first pick. And uh, man, <laughs> I wonder how much he's like regretting that pick like now. 12th spot is either home run or a bust. <laughs> Those are the only two experience I've had drafting from the 12th spot. Last year, I drafted Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler back-to-back from the 12th spot. Won yeah. a championship. And one week together, they got me 100 points. Yeah. By themselves. <laughs> yeah, last year was Nuts. kind of 
Last year was fun yes. with Jonathan Taylor because I didn't draft him on any teams. And um, I actually traded for him in one team. It was one of these leagues where we start uh, three quarterbacks, two QBs and a super flex. And uh, this dude had, uh, I had the very last pick. So I had the first uh, waiver. Um, I, I was priority on the waiver for week one. So I was like, perfect. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down <laughs> in week one. And um, I trade whoever the backup was, Heineke or whatever. Um, I, I pick him up off the waivers. And then I trade him to the dude who has uh, Jonathan Taylor. And so I trade Heineke and Miles Gaskin. This is in like literally like the end of week one. So like Taylor still wasn't the number, the one, the 101 yet. He wasn't that guy yet. And uh, so I traded uh, Heineke and Gaskin for uh, Jonathan Taylor and TJ Hawkinson. And TJ Hawkinson almost cost me the entire league. Speaking of that bum, he just got drafted right now. <laughs> Taylor yeah. Heineke, like, this isn't a dynasty league? No, no. It's a redraft, but it's you oh. have to start three. Well, you don't have to start three QBs, but if you're not starting three QBs, like, you're probably not being competitive. So, like, this person, they only had three QBs, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was one of them. And uh, if you remember, Fitzpatrick goes down in the first half of the first game. And um, the dude panicked. He he like he had to make a move, or he was getting <laughs> fucked. And uh, <laughs> either way, I mean, it, it ended up working out that way for him. And yeah, Ron said no. Taylor actually started slow the first. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't the one hundred and one yet. Like last year, he was. Um, Taylor he definitely started slow. Yeah, and so that that was it. It was a slow for. It was a slow first game. Let me even see what it was. And that's how I was able to get him in on the mix. And, uh, yeah, and I was able to get rid of Gaskin at the same time. All I know is I'll take Cooks all day right here. Again, just like Sutton. I don't know how he's still there. I mean, I guess I can see because Thielen and Renfro and Robinson just went. But I definitely think Cooks has a higher floor than probably the people that are drafted in the past two rounds, all the receivers. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor didn't even go over 65 yards or get a touchdown in the first three weeks last year. They were using him so wrong, and they were trying to depend on Carson Wentz's arm so much. And it just – when they started thinking, hey, let's pass the ball to Jonathan Taylor, they started winning. Yeah. Who would have known? <sighs> Damn it. All right, especially because it's super flex. I'll lock in my QB3 here. All right, and I'm switching it to 30-second timer. Damn it, and who's the douche who was in the 12th spot and then left? Yeah, luckily we got this video, so I'm going to go back and remember to call that fucker out. (laughs) Man and from all future mocks. Let's see. I love Lamp 69. Yeah, you love something. I don't think it's lamps. <laughs> no, I was thinking that in my head, but I was like, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh shit, I didn't change it to a 30 second clock. All right. So get your pick get your pick ready. Like right after the dude right but right before you, I'm going to change it to 30 seconds so you're the first one with it. Okay. All right, as soon as he locks it in, I'm hitting save. Boom. There we go. Ah, didn't change or did it? Yeah, it did. Cool. QB stand already. Guess gonna lock up position up here and take Fred Warner. There you go. My first IDP selection. Yep. Fred Warner is one of those dudes who's always gonna be drafted inside the top 12 IDPs. And Antonio said he must have must have watched Anchorman and I love Lamp. <laughs> Man, I hate Will Fuller. That just makes it even worse. Or Will Fuller, Will Farrell. Will Farrell. <laughs> oh, he hates Will Fuller. <laughs> I hate Will Farrell. Just, just anybody named Will. <laughs> yeah. For him, it's just I I don't know why the uh you know by why kissing other guys has to be the punchline of a joke. That's really the reason why I don't like it. <laughs> but it's funny and Jay and Silent Bob even Kevin Smith played into that a little bit and made a joke about it so this guy just picked Mitch Trubisky <coughs> mm -hmm. so do you think you think he's going to start you think the job's his I mean I think it is for how I mean, long you think we have to see Kenny Pickett at least once right during his first oh, I mean, I, I I think Kenny Pickett's going to take over for sure. Um, I mean, especially you use the draft capital, you know, on him that uh, that first round, oh, 20 overall. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Did that Hold take on. you by surprise? Sam Darnold gone. Matt Corral gone. Handcuffed there. I actually think Matt Corral sees a couple games this season. Gabe Davis gone. This is probably the first draft I've been in with Gabe Davis that he's gone in an a lot of people have been reaching. Got to call my uh, man. So pissed. So my car got fucked up yesterday and I um, had to take it in. It was like the alternator and like these belts and the tensioners, all this crazy shit. And fucking like $1,500 worth of shit. Uh, so I got to remind everyone to, I'm, uh, I'm selling the, the fuck team defense shirts to get, raise some money to, uh, to pay for this $1,500 bill that I got. So $20, um, directly do it to cash app, Apple pay, uh, Facebook pay, um, send me a link. I'll share it on my page. Yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll send you my cash app and shit and I'll send you the picture, but yeah, it's the fuck team defense shirt. I got them in white. I got them in black. XL, double XL, triple XL are the only sizes left. And uh, that'll include shipping and tax. Just trying to uh, get whatever I can to help knock down this crazy bill. And uh, so I go there and I fucking put on a credit card and shit yesterday. And um, as soon as I leave, I hear like this whistling noise. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I just paid $1,500 and the shit doesn't sound perfect right now. So I like call and I start yelling at him and shit. And I'm like, what I need the hell if I pay is going on? To fix my car, I need that shit running like a fucking airplane. I need yeah. that shit running perfect. And it was it was some belt that wasn't even. Uh... Well, I got auto drafted for talking. Oh, I guess so. But man, you took got Jordan Brooks, you fucking bastard. That's a good pick right there for an auto drafted pick. 
<laughs> really good pick there. Because I'd pick Jordan Brooks over Fred Warner like 10 times out of 10. But uh, but yeah, so and luckily, so they called right now and asked what the damage was. It's a belt that's that wasn't connected to uh, the alternator, like anything like that. And uh, I, think they said, you, I think you got a just got a good value right there in Singletary. Oh, for sure. If I can get him in the eleventh round, Cook's ball, just dude, went two spots before him. You got yeah. him after Cook, and I think Cook he's gonna be good, like catching the football. But that's it, <laughs> right? Like Singletary really hit the ground running like towards the end of the season last year, and he finished super strong. Yeah. So I think he's gonna build off of that, and I think losing Brian Dable is gonna maybe affect it a little bit, but I still think what they built last year they're they're gonna be good. Singletary is gonna be good. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy. I mean, I even think Moss will get more touches on the ground than James Cook will. I definitely yeah. think they're just gonna use James Cook as strictly as a pass catching back. For sure. All right, let me lock in my first IDP. Foy Olakun. But yeah, Singletary, like, for best ball, I love it because he may have some off games, but, I mean, best ball, he's, like, perfect for it because there's going to be games where I'm sure the run game doesn't do shit for Buffalo. And that <clears throat> in some of these cold weather games, especially down the stretch, they like to lean on the running backs. You got, like, 10 seconds. I'm gonna take Edmonds here. I like the upside. The potential upside if he's healthy, if he can stay on the field. Yeah. Which is I even think if that. Mostert's healthy, that's if Mostert's healthy, he's not gonna be productive, but he's gonna help Edmonds be productive. Yeah. I'm not really expecting much from uh from Mostert. I mean, we're talking the last two seasons with his big time injuries that he had. We'll see if No, for we'll sure. I'm not expecting much from Mostert either, but I definitely think he could skyrocket Edmonds productive production and, and Ron you said I don't think he keeps a job you're talking about Trubisky right and we were talking about him a couple minutes ago that's what I'm assuming I think there's a chance that he finishes the season but I think next year it's for sure going to pick it yeah I mean it really depends on um uh, like yeah, who the hell else was I talking about? Oh, with uh, like Marcus Mariota, like him and Trubisky. I mean, they're almost in identical situations, except Ritter was a third round pick as opposed to a first round pick. I mean, that's the the biggest difference is the backups. But I mean, both of them got paid. I mean, Mitch Trubisky got like fifteen mil. Marcus Mariota got like nineteen mil. Uh, both got two year deals. You know, like these guys are bridge quarterbacks, and I'm sure that the plan is for them to start um, start game one. Neither one of those backup QBs better start in game one. Like that'd be fucking stupid for them. Um, no, for sure. You got to You got to see it through with the veteran first. Yeah, and we got to see like, is Mitch Trubisky gonna come in and throw fucking three interceptions? You know, like he does some shit like that. He's not gonna Mar- keep his job. Same with Mariota. Mariota, he may not be the best quarterback, but he's definitely still gonna stretch the field because he still has that rushing ability. He's been on the bench for two years. Yeah, he's been on the bench for two years, so he definitely can still escape the pocket. And Mariota is more accurate than Mitch Trubisky as well. So that's what I'm curious to see. It's almost, I mean, I feel like it's both of these guys' jobs to lose, but <laughs> both of them could no, for sure. pretty easily. If Ritter shows a flash, he'll, ch- he'll finish the season. Just mainly because, like, that's their rookie, so they can got to write him out. Yeah, but, I mean, when a team's really bad, I mean, it's almost like no point to get him in there because, like, confidence is more important than almost anything. 
And if like they go in there and get unconfident, like that's just no bueno. This so, is the only format that I would take. <coughs> Kadarius Tony. You're on the court. <laughs> All right. <coughs> All right. Just because we like smoking Buddha around here. Let's <coughs> lock in Buddha. You like Baker. smoking Buddha and you like getting Baker. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the dopest name in the NFL, Buddha Baker. Like, I mean, <laughs> his parents knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Definitely stoner. <laughs> yeah. And let's see. How old is he? He's, uh, yeah, 26. Yeah. His parents are. His parents are from that elk. And everyone's kind of down on Buda Baker. Like, I, I probably wouldn't take him there in a real draft. I, I would probably just wait a little bit. And I don't think I've gotten him in any of the dynasty drafts either. Just hasn't been working out that way. That's probably who I'd really take, Devondre Campbell. Lock him in. Antonio, dude, with the nice fucking stack there. You took both guys. That's why I took Buddha. Because uh, for the, the next pick, I was looking at Bobby Wagner, Eric Kendricks. And, uh, man, my man Antonio swooped on both of them. Yeah, Bobby Wagner is going to be so fucking good in uh, in L.A. I'll take the, the Baltimore stack, but I'll take it. Maybe a little defensive stack to go with it. I like Patrick Queen, especially getting him as like your third one. I, I really think that Patrick Queen now I can sit third now year I can sit on the defensive positions for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Queen. I, I'm really expecting that uh, that third year breakout for him. He's shown signs, but um, I mean, last year was just an off season for everybody on the Ravens, so tough to count that against him. He's still he's still a solid though. That's why I think the Ravens are coming for vengeance because before the season even started, they lost half their team. And they were still number one in the AFC when Lamar was healthy. And then he yep. got hurt. Tyler Huntley comes in. He plays all right. He plays he plays better than all right. I'll be honest. He played pretty good. You know what's and, crazy? The Ravens of 2021 are the 49ers of 2020. So if the Ravens do what the 49ers did one year back after being healthy, making it all the way to the fucking – I the, think a lot of people are sleeping on the Ravens. Lamar, Lamar's that man. <laughs> Lamar's that man. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have Lamar. I mean, for sure in some of these best ball, um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to have him in some redraft leagues as well because, I mean, people are still sleeping on him. I mean, I know here he goes at the sixth pick, you know, overall, but. I, mean, I think I that's appropriate, though. I think after the consent three, it should be Lamar. And then it should be Kyler and whoever. Yeah. Joe Burrow just seems a little bit safer to me as of like right now, but it's because of like, I'm still thinking of last year when everybody got hurt and Lamar wasn't a safe I've pick been, last year when everybody was fucking hurt. I've gotten a lot of heat for saying this, but I genuinely think for maybe not Burrow, but for Jamar that last year was the ceiling. Like part of me feels that way. Like my gut tells me that last year was definitely the ceiling for Jamar. Like maybe he could repeat that, but like that was like an, otherworldly receiver season from a rookie yeah and i mean it's really it's really going to come down to can he be more of a possession receiver but that's what they got t higgins for so i mean that's you can catch me on record for saying that i think t higgins is going to have if not a little bit better than the same career as jamar will i think they're as equally as talented i think t higgins is a little bit even more explosive mm-hmm 
And I mean, I'm on record for saying that on a points per game, like level and being more consistent, I'd rather have T Higgins all day for where you're getting him in the draft. Part of me wants to have Boyd is nowhere near what Jamar is, but the price is amazing. Getting Boyd (laughs) as late as he does. If one of them goes down, he's, he's a top 20 player every week. We haven't even seen Boyd come off the board yet. I mean, he's going in like wide receiver 40, wide receiver 50 range. Like Boyd was, Boyd was the Higgins to Jamar before Jamar, before Higgins was the Higgins to Jamar. (laughs) That 2020 year, man. He was looking dope. But yeah, I'd much rather have, I mean, I'm dependent on where I draft. I mean, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I have 21 teams in this shit. So I hope that I have a little bit of everybody, you know, everywhere. I mean, that's just the way I'm going to try to work it. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be it's going to be fun to see this. I mean, the one thing that Chase has going for him is Joe Burrow, man, and they got that fucking connection. That's why I, that's why I said that about Joe Burrow because like you don't know what his ceiling is because yeah. He wins the national championship, has the greatest year in college football history, shatters I mean completely wrecks his knee and then comes back and takes his team to the Super Bowl. I know. It's like fun. it's just I think a lot of that is undercrediting the Bengals defense because they were amazing in the playoffs. Oh, like it was yeah. it was ridiculous how good they were in the playoffs. And and it's uh Trey Hendrickson. That that was their biggest free agent acquisition um of the offseason. Like, man, he came in and fucking destroyed it. Sure. Saints are so stupid for letting him walk. And him and Sam Hubbard, like it's so crazy because they both do the opposite of each other and they complement so well. And when they play the game, let's meet at the quarterback. That quarterback is getting fucking smashed. So I just saw Diggs go off the board. Well, auto pick. So I guess yeah. it doesn't really count, but right. this is where he, Diggs is about going in IDPs. Yeah. And I, I he's someone that I wouldn't, uh, I'm not paying up for him because he's, he's not interception reliable. That's, that's, he's not, he's not, he's not going to do that again. He's not going to do that again. Fuck no, he's not, not even close. I say like he catches, the most he catches next year is five, maybe five. Probably because teams are going to avoid him. Like now he's got a year worth of tape that people are going to be dissecting in the offseason. Like they're just not going to go at him that much. Why? I just think now that that everybody knows he's a ball hawk, that Trevon Diggs, he's going to be personally, that he's going to be focusing more on coverage because that's his weakness. Like right. anybody can burn Trevon Diggs. Like. Yeah, for sure. He he either gets the, I mean, in just like baseball, he either strikes out or he hits a home run. No, yeah, sure. that's the best analogy. He's either coming down with the pick or he's getting fucking roasted, and there's uh, there's really no in between. I'm gonna take the dice roll on Jahan Dotson here. A lot of yeah. reports are saying that he's, well. I don't know if you watch um Matt Harmon, the reception perception. Yeah, dude, Matt Harmon was the he's a he's a former guest of the show. He was on the show last uh, last offseason. Damn, that's dope. That's badass. But um they're saying that he has the best hands that are coming out of the class. He has the strongest hands. They yeah, they might have reached for him a little bit, but I don't know. They're definitely gonna get a deal done with McLaurin, but in the off chance he doesn't, his stock is just gonna be there. Yeah, for sure. And I think even having McLaurin helps him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, shit. Like, <laughs> McLaurin's the number one, like, no matter what. So, I mean, that that's always good for a rookie. You, I mean, if you're just the number two, potentially, you know, the slot guy or number three, like, yeah, it's way better 
than having to be uh, the number one dude right out the gate. I'm also interested on buying super low since this is best ball. You might see me take him later. Um, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. He was out last year due to the lack of the way the coaching staff took care of him. Yep. And yeah, um, everything was bad from him from the get go. Like that, that's what fucking sucked last year. Like, man, like we wanted Washington to be a thing. And Curtis Samuel gets hurt in the preseason, and Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt in the first half of the. Everybody thought Heineke was it for some reason. I just thought that he was Albert. What up, homie? He he's Heineke was the definition of a bridge quarterback. Now it's Wentz going to be like a bridge quarterback on steroids because Wentz he's not he's better than Heineke for sure. Right, but he's definitely not the future of anybody. Yeah, he's not the future. Yeah, everyone knows he's not a franchise guy anymore. But I definitely can see Wentz being there for like how Kirk Cousins was in Washington. I can see Wentz yeah. being there for like two years, three years, and then gotta like, fucking stay healthy, man. Like that's the whole beef. He's gotta fucking stay healthy. And last year, shit, like that was what was so annoying. Like he gets hurt in the fucking preseason. Like that's the thing that makes it the worst when these guys get banged up in the preseason and he literally never recovered from that ankle. And fucking Nelson got hurt last year too. That made it even worse on him. You want to cheer for Wentz, but then you see him make the worst decisions <laughs> in the worst possible moments. Yeah. Big ass INT. <laughs> make me fucking yell at the TV. Yell at his bitch ass. <laughs> Lock in my second tight end here. Okay. Oh, that was Thibodeau. Wrong orange. <laughs> it's all right. I was trying to go for Alberto. Long names. They're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, for the tight end, you got to go Fat to the, fingers. the flex. Cole Komet, uh, well, I mean, I wonder why Earl drafted Cole Komet before, like, a Hunter Henry. I People, I got heat for taking Hunter Henry as my first tight end and a tight end premium. But um, I guess and, my defense was, like, I was trying to go where, I, where my spot was. I wasn't really in a spot to get a tight end that I liked until Hunter Henry came around. Yeah. But I think he built that repertoire with Mac Jones. He had nine touchdowns last season, which yeah. was more than any other tight end. He's in his... And Hunter Henry's whole career, he's never finished lower than tight end 13. So yeah. that's consistency. Hell yeah. And um, Earl, if you're watching, why do you keep picking Calvin Ridley? He, I, You picked him in yesterday's mock too. I thought, <laughs> I thought you heard me say, he's not playing, dude. <laughs> Best ball I'm, dynasty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> trying to help you, bro. He Calvin Ridley is not playing this year. He got in trouble for gambling. And uh, and Ron said, "Well, he has a TD now, uh, re uh, now reception guy, so the premium doesn't help much, right? Yeah, he needs to get like targets, um, which Hunter Henry doesn't really get targets. So. But I think the I think the Patriots bringing in Devontae Parker opens up the field more for Hunter Henry because all Devontae Parker is going to do is go. Yeah. He's just going to go and and you saw who my seventeenth round pick was, right? Devontae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Devontae Parker is." That's straight amazing cat. value for the chance he's there's a chance he catches i wouldn't say a thousand i say his ceiling's like eight or nine hundred but still that's a lot for what yeah <laughs> and earl said oh i forgot hey i'm just reminding you bro because come draft day <laughs> i'm definitely not going to be reminding you which is i think is bogus i think ridley shouldn't have been suspended for a whole year not a whole year maybe a, suspended yes but not a whole year yeah they only suspended brady for deflating balls for four games right yeah. That's altering a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> and then we don't even know if Deshaun yeah, Watson's going to defend it. 
going to get suspended for a whole season. I'm hearing a lot of eight game talk, a lot of of who Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we're I'm, I've only heard the year. Like, I mean, that's literally all I've heard ever. I haven't heard anything lower than that yet. But we'll, we shall see. But yeah, that that's what's bullshit, man. Tom Brady, <laughs> four games for deflating balls and Calvin Ridley, an entire season for betting on DraftKings. <laughs> Take a chance on someone who has a chance to lead the backfield. All right. These scrubs, team five left also, that bum. So, um, yeah, so I guess I'm never putting it on Facebook again because uh, we couldn't – I was trying to find people to fill those last spots. We needed some. We needed three people, so I posted on Facebook. And then uh, two of those guys uh, – well, maybe not. Who the hell was number five? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Let's see. Who the hell was number five? Dang it, I cannot tell. It's fuzzy. Let's see. Maybe you left a message in here. Oh, it's the um the guy he's in the uh he's in the chat and he says, Oh shit, I didn't know that this was QB premium. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. You got Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan for waiting on QBs. And uh, David P said Facebook is ass. Yeah, and I'll just remember because now I now I know their sleeper names, so I'll just make sure that uh, if they do come back to a random mock, that I just kick their asses out. Stupid! I love lamp and narco <laughs> seven ten. <710. laughs> oh, let me see. Let me switch it up here so we can see the whole screen there. All right. Kenny Gainwell and Kenny Galladay. Kenny Gainwell is a good value right there. Yeah. Because you never know how the Eagles are going to use their running backs ever. And you don't know which who's going to stay healthy because Sanders. Miles Sanders, cannot. yeah, he can't. <laughs> it's so, That's yeah. why it's hard for me to take Sanders. Like, I have no shares of Sanders, zero. Like, I think in a dynasty league, I'm, like, weak. Like, I'm strong at every position but running back like my best two running backs are Ramondre Stevenson and David Montgomery and I'm trying I was trying to trade for Miles Sanders and the guy was like I need a first and I was like yeah get out of here I'm not giving you a first for Miles Sanders first for Miles Sanders like yeah <laughs> pass me some of that weed that you're smoking yeah for sure <laughs> um but uh Ron he said it perfectly Ron's a Philly fan uh, an Eagles fan too and um he was like Miles Sanders is like perfect for best ball so perfect for best ball because if you have them on your team, you're never really going to want to play them, but you're going to draft them so early that you're going to kind of have to play them at least at the flex somewhere. And uh, yeah, that's why I think Kenny Gain was a little bit better to have than Miles Sanders in best ball because they use him in more ways than they do with Miles Sanders. He can do everything. He's, he's a good back and Miles Sanders gets hurt. It's going to be Kenny Gainwell season all season. Yeah. <laughs> At least we hope. Eagles are really weird about the way they do shit. That's why drafting Boston Scott in the last round maybe is a good looks too because you never know what they're running backs ever. You like never know. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. 
and Ron said they love him. Oh, wait. He said, and he didn't come under uh, their regime. Sanders didn't. Right. He beat out uh, Jordan Howard and Boston Scott for the third spot last year. Yep. Gain, gain well, he's, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his pass protection that's kind of weak, or maybe just because, you know, they're, I mean, Sanders and all them, they get paid more. Really not, uh, Really not sure how to determine why Kenny Gainwell isn't getting more work. Because the couple times we saw him touch the ball, I mean, he looked really solid. It's like the same thing in Dallas. Like, they want to give Zeke all the work, but you don't realize that you have lightning right behind them. <laughs> yeah. And Sony's free in these leagues. So, For sure. Uh, like Sony and Miles Gaskin, like all, I mean, those will be guys who, especially for best ball, if I'm just throwing darts at the end, I mean, and they're still there, like those are guys I'll double up on because we know there's going to be some dope running backs in Miami. We just don't really know who it's going to be or when they're going to hit. Because they're, I mean, shit, we already know that they're bringing over that 49ers like run system over there. It's the fucking OC for, uh, Former OC of the uh, the Niners. Any backfield that's ambiguous is good to have in best ball. Yeah. Like the direction our um, Team 12 went with all the defense. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. It's because they're all, their ADP <laughs> is, uh, is higher um, than uh, – like, cause I always put it on, like, I mean, when you choose these mocks, you choose like the type of league, like super flag, like two QB or IDP or whatever. I always put it on IDP. Cause you put on anything else. The IDP, um, ADP is just fucked, but yeah, that's crazy. Like some of those guys are ADPs high as hell. Cause yeah, like, uh, yeah, digs. I'm definitely not taking him that high. Burns went out of good value. Uh, Crosby is probably where he's going to be going. Um, I'd probably rather have other people over him. Daniel Hunter. I mean, he's coming at a crazy value because for the longest time he was like, uh, maybe like three or four years running. He was like the number one, like defensive player off the board. Uh, Hamilton, probably a little too early for me. Jalen Ramsey. Pro- I probably wouldn't have Jalen Ramsey or Patrick Sertan in, in this league. Kind of no point to. Curtis Samuel, Kenny Galladay. There we go. Austin Hooper, you bastard. I was going to try <laughs> to get uh, Austin Hooper hella late. But you already did because we're in the 20th fucking round right now. 21st. <laughs> Let's see. Let's scroll this up. Oh, so I just noticed that. There's no slot for tight end. There's just. Nope. If you want to play one. Oh, it's best ball. It's best, it's best ball. Yeah, and, and it's if you want to play one. Um, that, so that's what's uh, – in a lot of my leagues, I'm eliminating the tight end spot, um, and but turning it into tight end premium. So the top, top guys, they're still much, much more there's no If it's like this, then there's no point in drafting a tight end unless it's the one, two, or three. Well, not necessarily because, like, I mean, you're still going to get points. Schultz can still have big games. Hawkinson can still have big games. Waller can still have big games. But, like, would you rather have – would you rather look, have Robert Woods or would you rather have Noah Fant? They're getting drafted in the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, look right here. Would you rather have um, Justin Ro- um, uh, Justin Ross or Austin Hooper or Van Jefferson or Austin Hooper? You know, uh, I mean, I wouldn't really want Robert Tunyon, but um, Austin Hooper is kind of the only game in town. Tunyon just has that. touchdown upside. That's 
that one year he exploded in touch, like it's all you can rely on him for is Aaron Rodgers finding him in the red zone. Yeah. I'm actually intrigued to see who's going to be the new red zone pass catcher for Aaron Rodgers because that was Devontae Adams all day. Down there, he was untouchable. Yeah, it's not going to be Robert Tunyon, I'll tell you that much. Again, you got Gronk. (laughs) I think since Cobb's old, he's flying under the radar a lot, but he just has that connection with Rodgers, so I think it's just going to be natural, even though he's old. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are sleeping on Cobb as being at like at least the number two or three receiver this season. Right. Uh-oh. Now we're getting a bunch of autos. But, yeah, I mean, like you'll, like I don't have one tight end on my team, and there's just certain guys, you know, like maybe at the end of the draft, you know, we come up on some of these guys. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same uh, – same thing as you is I'm either going early tight end or super, super late tight end usually. I got auto-drafted um, Gronk, and maybe I would have taken him anyways because I don't think Gronk's done. I think – I mean, part of me wants to think Gronk's done because, like, he's a man and is a man going to go back on his word like Brady? But um, I don't know. I just think there's a chance that Brady's like, come on, let's win one more. Let's try to, like, play half the season or something. I don't know. Yeah, and in best ball game, Gronk's that late is a heist. Even if there's a chance he might retire, that's a dart throw. Right. Speaking of dart throws, Hassan Haskins. <laughs> Can't let whoever got Derrick Henry get Hassan Haskins that late. Yeah, it gets ugly. Once we get into this range, it's getting really, really ugly. This is where all the defensive guys start to go. Yeah, and I mean, especially because we only have to start two. I mean, that's just that's how it is. Gonna that's be- why I took my guys early so I didn't have to worry about it. I tried to take three linebackers, and then linebackers is what you need, isn't it? That's where yeah. the points come from. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple DBs and there's a couple DLs. I mean, they're a little bit more top-heavy there, though. But, um, yeah, linebackers are like the running backs of the defense. And the, str- the strong safeties and then those real dope edge rushers. Like, those are like the three. And it's, and it's middle linebackers. I mean, because not just uh, not just any linebacker. The middle linebackers are the moneymakers. And David P said Gronk is ass either way. <laughs> and uh, Stadabella. Hey, Gronk might be ass, but with his brittle old body last year, he's torched it up in fantasy. He had that stretch, and it was not uh, seeing him. I, I love me some Kenny Moore, number one DB in the league. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I said. I mean, there's only there's a handful of DBs. I mean, shit, you got Jeremy Chin, you got Kenny Moore, like – those are in those handful of uh, DBs that deserve to be up there with some of the top linebackers. Because, yeah, Kenny Moore, what the fuck did he have last year? Like like a damn near 120 solo tackles or something? That's fucking ridiculous. All right, so we got... 
three and a half more rounds here. Sorry to the podcast people because I stopped reading now. We just, you know, started talking. We're drafting. So just make sure you hop over to YouTube so you can come see the screen. And yeah, YouTube's where it's at. After like the 16th round, it's this drops off. <laughs> it's ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. You got to uh got to know what you're doing when it comes to these late ones. Now let me um that man drafting Calvin Ridley is what changed the board and it was <laughs> <laughs> And uh so we got another mock draft tonight. I'm throwing the link I'm throwing the link in the uh, in the chat right now. Uh, we're starting. Well, I'm, I'm, we're doing the Ricky Williams jersey uh, raffle um, in the beginning of the show, but we're starting at around six West Coast time, nine Eastern. Just through the link in the chat. Um, everyone who's watching, I mean, you get first dibs. Um, I'm gonna throw it in the league chats and and all that later. But everyone actually rocking with me and watching, you guys get first dibs on the spots to get in. Go now. I'm back on. Hmm. So when you're throwing darts, you like to throw darts at receivers or running backs more? Um, I guess it really depends because like I'm gonna throw a, dar- a dart at Miles Gaskins right now. I mean, I told you how um I'm I'm gonna try to double up on some of those guys and uh, try to get everybody. You know, it's either like get everybody or get nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Kidda said, "Dude's tripping." I, I love all my post my post sixteen round picks. <laughs> I didn't say they weren't good picks. I'm saying that for the most part, after that, yeah. it's a lot of. Trash. I mean, yeah, I like my picks too. You think I don't like having Marlon Mack, DJ Chark, Daryl Williams this late? I'm just saying the the talent is a fall off, not the Ron. Not how good the picks are. <laughs> I got Miles Gaskin in the fucking like twenty what in the. In the in the twenty third round, dude, chill the fuck out. <laughs> and I was saying earlier how I wanted Curtis Samuel, and I even gave you kudos about how I liked Curtis Samuel right there in the twentieth. Yeah. Corey yeah. Davis too. I think that's an amazing pick late because you don't know what these young receivers are going to be, and Corey Davis is already like has a floor. It's a very low floor, yeah, but he's got one. And uh, and Tim said, "I want to see Team 12's grade. He really ruined this mock. Yeah, that fucker. He's getting an F, dude. Look at that shit, man. That asshole. He doesn't even get an F. He gets a negative F. Yeah, he gets a zero. How about that? Not even an F. He gets an incomplete. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Austin Eckler, Russell Wilson, Mac Jones, Dalvin Cook, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper, Traylon Burks, Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth. Yeah." And then also, everything auto. Income that guy. And then it's team five. It's fucker. Two, team five. Yeah. Cried because he didn't know it was QB premium. <laughs> I mean, no any, any super flex fucking league, you automatically bear. Oh, you're on the clock. <laughs> I didn't even see it until now. Every fucking super flex draft as a QB premium. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, um, just about the mindset. Like I remember playing in this league last year and, um, I draft, uh, Patrick Mahomes 
with the uh, with the third overall pick because uh, it was a super flex league. They had inflated scoring for the QBs, and everyone's like talking shit about me. And then this one dude's like, "Oh man, I'll just, I'll just wait until like the twelfth round and get Danny Jones, you know, and I'll be so much happier than paying up and getting one of these guys." And then who's one of the guys at the very very bottom of the league? The guy with Danny Pesos who has him as his QB one. I don't like um I don't understand how like some people like like oh like my league drafts this way so this is the way that it works for every single league in the world. <laughs> There's a whole fantasy football world out there that a lot of people don't know about. <laughs> I know and I'm really and I guess it makes me it, it's hard cuz sometimes I want to talk shit like to Ron, you know, like we go back and <laughs> forth on a bunch of stuff and <clears throat> a lot of it's cuz like you know like because of the league, um, the show, I'm a little bit jaded. You know, like in that show, they have an eight-man league. Everybody makes fun of them, like all the time. Anytime they ever bring it up that it's an eight-man league, they always make fun of them. So it's just like natural for me to like, you know, smaller leagues, you just make fun of them a little bit. I think and the league like is a – The single I QB league, same thing as like compared to Superflex. Speaking Danny of the league, time. completely <laughs> unrelated – Completely unrelated. But speaking of the league, I feel like it gives a perfect representation of what fantasy football was like back then. Oh, for sure. Because there's like, there like no way for you to obtain fantasy football information unless like you're buying the magazines or like doing Well, like I mean, they, they show a couple times, super, you know, like the guys who are on like Sirius XM or whatever, which I never yeah. fucking listened to. You know, like I've never. the most paid for that I've, back in the day. <laughs> Back in like 2013 or 14, I'm trying to think of what year, like Yahoo started doing a pregame show. Um, like where like you could literally watch it on yahoo.com or you could watch it like on yeah. the app on your phone. And like they had a number to call in. And I remember I, I, I was able to get through. It was super fucking cool. And I got to ask a question and I had three, I had three running backs. I don't remember who the fuck they were, um, but uh, there was three panelists. Each of them said one running back. So like they all give me like every single person that I that I mentioned they all give me a different answer. <laughs> I'm like thanks for your help guys you made that so clear for me. <laughs> and uh yeah that was uh, that was pretty funny. And uh yeah our shows are way fucking more cool than those guys' shows. Like they they're just so boring, very little fan interaction. Um like when we're doing the Sunday morning shit like we're going for like two or three hours, like before the game, smoking it up, answering hella questions, like hundreds and hundreds of questions leading up to the game. So I'm trying oh. to put all the days. I'm trying to put all the days off right now to get Sundays for the whole season, but it's kind of difficult. Yeah, just uh, I need those days off. I need related them. to religion, bro. Related to religion. That's all you got. That's how. That's how you got to get in there. And uh, it is what it is. <laughs> related to religion. When they see my. One Sundays throughout the whole year, it's football season. <laughs> well, church happens earlier in the day, and uh, second part of church is uh, is fantasy football. <laughs> Damn it! I totally forgot. I'm fucking Denzel Perryman. Like he's going so late, and I always fucking forget about him in these fast drafts when I'm like not paying attention, like that thick. But see, this is where you want to draft Robbie Anderson in the last round compared to last year when he was going in the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I had him in one or two leagues. Yeah, I took in the same league. I took a bite on Robbie Anderson and TJ Hawkinson. 
fuck yeah like that's like hurting because that's like two top six picks right there <laughs> fuck for sure yeah that's rough that is that's rough. the same league i had eckler and jonathan taylor so eckler and jonathan taylor carried me yeah hard, did hard. were you able to win a championship though uh, no i got second i got yeah. second because i don't know what happened i think oh the when the jonathan taylor completely wet the bed against the jags last week of the year yeah Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, once again, the Colts, they're not playing on week 14. That's what's uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> and Ron with his old man jokes. Roger, are you related to Penny? Penny Lane? <laughs> Anthony, what up, homie? Said this is my first mock with you, Hustler. Had a great time. Can't wait till you draft with us tonight. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So I got, uh, yeah, we got. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be on live with you guys, but yeah, um, the mock draft going down, uh, multiple mock drafts going down today. Yeah, thanks for getting in, Anthony. You the man. All right, let's see here. Let's pull this up. Let's start off. Uh, who want who wants a grade and uh, throw it in there? We'll start off I with. Think I saw um bear bear down. Yeah, bear down. He said he wanted. That's the first person I saw that said wanted one. Oh, in the uh, in the league chat. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. All right. Taylor, Diggs, Carr, Evans, Brees, Hall, Tannehill, Jacobs, Mooney, Renfro, Mariota, Devin White, Gasicki, Blake Martinez, uh, Stevenson, Fant, Woods, MVS, Dion Jones, Ingram, Mechie. Kaiser White, Levante David, um, the Chicago Jones wide receiver, forget his first name, Geno Smith, Jalen Thompson, nice pick late, and then Thornton, nice uh, nice dart throw right at the end. Thornton could be good. We know he's fast as hell. So the only picks that I'm against are – well, the only pick I'm really against is the Brees Hall pick, mainly because that it is best ball and – He's sharing with Michael Carter, and Michael Carter showed promise. Like it's not like he was a scrub or anything. Yeah. They just drafted Brees Hall to be his thunder to his lightning. Right. But um, I think Brees Hall, Brees Hall has a good season, but I don't think he has a better one than Cam Akers or Travis Etienne or Montgomery. But I that's guess like really. My beef with this one, I mean, really, it's, it's Tannehill. I would have just waited. Like, if um, you already, like, pushed it off so far, I would have just waited and not went Tannehill there and just, I mean, maybe get a Wentz later or, I mean, a Winston. I mean, I grabbed him. Uh, if you didn't I take Tannehill, I don't know if i take Winston with that pick. Um, I knew it was and about the see, time, but. I also see what he did there with the, the Derek Carr and the Josh Jacobs and the Renfro, but I feel like that's the stack from the Raiders you don't want to go for. Yeah. Because Derek Carr, yes. Jacobs, maybe. Renfro is a big question mark. Like Adam Thielen went right after that. Right after he picked Renfro. If you had Thielen over Renfro. Yeah, I mean, the IDP is really dope. I mean, we only have two spots. So (coughs) almost done, baby. Okay. All right, um, so we gotta cut this short. So I'm gonna do we'll do some grades, but uh, yeah, I gotta go get my car, and uh, wife's gotta go. Um, so we gotta go get this car. Can't get stuck. So um, yeah, we're gonna get up out of here. AJ, tell everybody where to find you at. 
Y'all can find me at FFT underscore fantasy on Twitter. Have a lot of exciting stuff coming on the way. Starting a podcast with one of my friends, Tim Riley. And follow that. And the first episode should be coming soon. Sweet. And uh, I'm putting the link in the uh, in the chat for the uh, the mock draft tonight. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys are on it tonight. Um, six West Coast time, nine Eastern. We'll see you guys there. Peace out. You have a good one. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last, last a mile. Summertime, winter time, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Hold out here for a pill. Yeah, Granny trying to get this money for the real. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.